become a change maker in the health industry today. Enroll for the Functional Nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutritional Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and get a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay. Start your healthcare career today at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. That's thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. This edition of 100 Not Out is proudly brought to you by our 2018 longevity experience to the Greek island of Ikaria. Known as the island where people forget to die, Ikarians experience 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, and 20% less heart disease, and live longer than anyone else on the planet. To find out why this is and experience Ikaria for yourself, come join myself, Damien Christoph, and an intimate group of like-minded souls for an all-inclusive 9-night, 10-day life-changing immersion. Watch the highlights video, get all of your info, and apply on over at 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the magician himself. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, superstar. Hello, Marcus Pierce. Thank you so much. Magician of... Well, well we nutrition, could call you the magician, magician of, of wellness. Nutrition but, magician. But the nutrition, nutrition magician, magician. Is what they used to call me. Really? They called me on downsides. But yeah, that was my headline. Nutrition magician Damien Christoph. Hey, um, speaking of your days on Downsize Me, mm. I was looking through some uh, journals of mine the other week and I oh, came yeah. across um, kind of like a vision board type document of about 150 pages where I've written down things I would love in my life. You know how you do like your 100 goals um, yep. annual process? This is a similar thing. It definitely wasn't annual though, probably once a decade. All of these things I'd love in my life, whatever. And I have on this page, it's probably about page 10, and it's like my peer group uh, includes um, some of the greatest leaders in health and wellness and so on and so forth. And there's a picture of um, James Chestnut and there's a picture of other people, whatever. And then there's a picture of Damien Christoph with a big head of hair. Come on. Really? Uh, yeah, and, and I'm thinking, wow, I wonder when I wow. did this. And I think it was about 2000 and... Obviously didn't name me very well. No, 2008 or 9. <laughs> I, I may not have... I may not, It may have been before we ever met. Wow. How about yeah. that? I was on your pin-up board. Yeah. You're up on my pin-up on your, board. On your dream I'd love board, to know how old, how old it is. I really I really must go and have a look. But um, it's definitely old. You had hair. Mm. That's what made me think of it. Because all the downsides <laughs> me, uh, you mm. know, collateral... It's all demo oh, with hair. Lots of hair. hair. Not photoshopped. The it's nutrition magician. Yeah. Now That's the reason. Before I had stress. That's before I had stress. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I call you the magician is uh, on yes. the back of a lot of references in health and wellness at the moment around magic, and um, <laughs> and one of the great one of the great people 
in uh, the health and wellness world. Pete Evans has come out with a documentary yep. called The Magic Pill. Yes. Which, uh, like anything, has uh, divided the nation. And um, in full disclosure, I have not seen The Magic Pill, so I'm not going to make any comments on it um, in terms of what's in it. But you have seen The Magic Pill. Um, it hasn't been well received by some of the established medical and government agencies in this country, Damien. Mm. It's interesting. Well, I thought, you know, Marcus, when we start to talk about this, I have seen it. I've seen uh, I actually saw a version of it um, online. Uh, I, I was privy to that, uh, and which was great because I, I wanted to see it before I went and did a, a little talk to open the movie the other night in, um, in Brighton. And then oh, I went down I to didn't Parkdale. Know, to I didn't know you opened the movie in Brighton the other night. I did. I did a little intro for the Health Australia Party. And then I went from there to Parkdale to do the question and answer session with uh, Brid- a great friend, Bridget Wood, from Suburban Sandcastles. And we... Um, and Fellow so, wellness Pete, couch podcaster. So lovely, nourishing the mother. And we, um, Pete and I would have passed on the on the highway, would have driven past each other. I didn't even know that I should have waved out the window. But he, he was heading towards Brighton as I was heading towards Parkdale. But um, the commentary from, you know, the what you would call the medical elite, um, or the actually, I wouldn't say that because they're definitely not elite. I would say the medical um, bang. There's the first politicians. one. Bang. The medical the medical politicians, the political medicine um, juggernaut that the AMA is. Um, they've come out and they've bagged Pete uh, for his movie. So the AMA president, who's the new president, actually says today I'm announcing the. Hashtag Flakey's annual awards for the film and TV least likely to contribute to public health uh, prevention as uh, Pete Evans. And um, <laughs> at least know, he's got a sense of humour. <laughs> the AMA president is this Michael Gannon? I don't know. Did he knows. did he actually say I'm here to present the award for the hashtag Flakey's? Um, yep. <laughs> It was either Instagram or Twitter or something like that. <laughs> Amazing, right? Well, that's uh, that's drawn a thousand people to react to it. Fifty-three shares and and two hundred and twenty-three comments is basically what that's drawn from. Pete posting that up. So he's then gone and said, "When did it become befitting for the president of the AMA, uh, Mr. Michael Gannon?" There you go, that's the person is, uh, to make fun of people actually regaining their health and improving the lives of themselves and their families. In our documentary, The Magic Pill, we witness people reducing or getting off their medication completely with the help of their own professional doctors, medical doctors, medical doctors. that are actually up to date with nutritional science. Hint, hint. Yeah. I like that, Pete, because quite clearly Michael Gannon's not. Uh, he doesn't know a whole lot, um, except about political medicine, drugs, and surgery. Perhaps some functional medical doctors may want to bring Mr. Gannon up to speed with the latest in gut health, autoimmunity, and how high-carbohydrate diet may not, is maybe not the best approach for people with type 2 diabetes and other health issues that pertain to insulin resistance. Now, we'll talk about insulin resistance and diabetes shortly when we compare the magic pill and what the health. Which is, from what I understand, as you were saying earlier, the vegan version of the magic pill? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, pretty much. Pete says, I understand the media has a job to do and create fake stories. Let's call it fake news. Wait, can we just uh, call that clickbait? Because that's what the news is these days. It's just a massive clickbait. cesspool of clickbait. Anything to it get a click. Called news. shouldn't be called news. It's not because news. news was meant to inform people, not to polarize or divide people. Mm. And, um, yeah, the media these days is 
yeah, I can think of another it's word. Podcast for another day, isn't fake. it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so to create fake stories and lies to misinform the public, but it is time for a new president for? Or is it time for a new president for the AMA? I don't know, but I can tell you that I'm deeply concerned that he would post this tweet below. As the AMA president, he represents so many highly educated, intelligent people. Very true. Most GPs are very highly educated and very intelligent people. And I say most because there are some monkeys out there, like there are in any other profession, um, that are committed to helping others. I wonder if they may also be concerned about these continued outbursts from their leader on Twitter and to the media any chance he gets. I also believe he may be the same fella that called polio a bacterial infection in his tweet instead of a virus. That's interesting. <laughs> I love that. Uh, He's almost calling him the Donald Trump of the Australian Medical Association. I wouldn't give him that much credit. Uh, <laughs> Bang goes Christoph again. Yeah, no, this guy, AMA president, um, absolutely not as smart as Donald Trump. So um, otherwise you'd see him actually running countries, I suppose you could put it that way, mm. um, rather than just a profession that's um, beholden. Let's just go that far. Um, anyway, then this morning, the it's Dietitians it- Association of Australia, let's get stuck into those monkeys because they're continual critics of um, of people actually trying to do well. Um, and, of course, if you go to the DAA website, you'll see who funds their statements and who actually uh, pays for their comments, um, if we're talking cash for comments. Do you mean cereals let's- like that we have for breakfast? Yeah, not forage, but uh, let's talk about um, manufactured, highly manufactured, highly processed, high sugar, low-fat varieties of fuels um you wouldn't call them foods the fuels and um and they sponsor the dietitians association so um gluten-free wheat products (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole lot of stuff there isn't it it's just amazing so pete says and today's most intelligent quote must go to the daa dietitians association of australia now he's put some little changes to the to the way in which you write dietitians association it's kind of clever these st- stalwarts of the nation's health system, or health, of the nation's health, I have to start this again. These stalwarts, what's a stalwart? A stalwart is just a, uh, a pillar. All right. Wouldn't call them Been that. Been there for a long time. These little bricks of the nation's <laughs> health seem to be in love with the ingredient called bread, and their advice is really helping our nation become the sickest on the planet. Is it just a coincidence that this organization is funded by the Grains and Legumes Council of Australia that they respond this way? Do you know they go to university to study the importance of bread and believe that you cannot get fiber or B vitamins from any other natural source on the planet? So I wonder how other animals survive without the magic ingredient called bread, Pete asks. We actually make a bread in the film that is anti-inflammatory and bloody tasty, but hey, they probably haven't watched the film yet before they respond to the media about it. Over to you, DAA. Then the DA quote, we would absolutely love to see people ditch their junk food sources of carbohydrates. Absolutely would love to see people eat more vegetables and fruit, but we do not want to see people not eating bread. No way. (laughs) <laughs> this issue needs to be taken very seriously. I absolutely agree. We have a major nutrition problem in Australia and not enough attention is being paid to helping people eat the right for their health and well-being. But following the paleo diet is not the way to do it, says the DAA. Oh, dear. Now, oh, look, dear. Oh, dear. I don't necessarily think that everyone should go paleo. I don't. And in fact, I don't. Even and we've should, spoken about say, that a number of times on this podcast. 
Yeah, now there was a girl the other night who came to the Parkdale event. I thought the movie was terrific, terrific. I loved it. I thought it was a really well put together um, movie. I loved what Pete did there. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And it took me back to when I was also running the you know, a low carb, high fat diet on Downsize Me, which is, you know, very, very effective for shifting people's um, health and well-being. Um, and I, there was a girl there that put a hand up and said, every time I eat lots of fat, my gastrointestinal system really struggles with it. I get diarrhea um, and I don't feel good, but it feels right to me to be eating low carb, high fat. And so I questioned that because I said, well, if it feels right to you to do that, why would your body respond in such a way? She goes, I know, right? And I said, it's probably likely that you've got type A blood. Is that true? And she goes, yes, I do have type A blood. And I said, it's because ancestrally your body, your genetics is not ready for a high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet. It's not designed for it. It's designed for a diet that's rich in plants, rich in good quality protein, and a good quality amount and a good quantity amount of quality fat. That's that's what chicken salad she's looking for. with a dash of olive oil, salad, or fish and salad, or mm. steak and salad, or lamb and salad, or kangaroo and salad. This is what we're trying to talk about. It's not necessarily going you know, to the extreme other end, which is ketosis. You don't have to go to ketosis. You don't have to go to, to, to pork belly. <laughs> you don't have to go to pork belly. <laughs> uh, you, you, don't, you don't have to cook pork belly in coconut oil either. Now, the, what's interesting With is With a side that, of avocado. <laughs> and butter. You don't have to do that at all. Now, gosh, we're cheeky today, is, Damien. We're a bit cheeky, a bit tongue-in-cheeky. But uh, my, thing, my thing is that um, when you get really sick, You've got to do something drastic to turn it around. Mm. You have to. So then we go and watch this other movie called What the Health. So What the Health um, talks about the perils of um, the modern farming methods and the damage that it's doing to the environment and uh, what's actually happening to all of the animals and the abuse that the animals cop and all this sort of stuff. And then it says it links. My wife would cry. She sees another one of those. You do. You cry when you look at it. It's very sad. Um, But then they make these claims they say that diabetes is not a, is not related to carbohydrates or sugar diabetes is related to saturated fat they then go on to say that um like essentially uh, mcdonald's or, or fast foods for uh no, well, no, even, no, even no, just no. all even all saturated fats yeah like a steak yeah yeah or okay. um, or chicken skin oh that's right chicken this is the vegan this is the vegan version so animal anything animal anything animal even healthy anything animal. that comes from an animal yeah, yeah. Anything that comes from an animal, anything that comes from an animal-based saturated fat um, causes diabetes, heart disease, and cancer, according to the vegans. So when we look at Pete's movie, anything, uh, any grain, basically, grains, um, and you know, high-carbohydrate diet causes diabetes, heart disease, and cancer, mm. and behavioral disorder. Mm. That's, um, that's essentially what Pete's movie is saying. And then you've got the vegans um, saying the total reverse to that. Well, they've just swapped protein for grains, haven't they? Essentially, well, animals for grains, grains for animals, yeah, yeah, yeah. In sorry, that respect, animal, yeah. in that respect, yeah, that's right. So, um, they then go on to say that if you follow a vegan diet, then you know all these health things will disappear. And they do some case studies, and you see that there's some people that actually get some improvements, and they and they feel better. Now, I'll go back to the point that I raised just before um, I started talking about what the health, and that was if you get sick enough, 
that things are really bad, you've got to do something very drastic to bring your body back into health. If you get heart disease, diabetes, which I know we've made them relatively trivial diseases these days, we call them chronic diseases, but they're trivialized because you can just go take a tablet and fix the symptom, right? So you can go take some insulin or you can go take some statins or you can go take some aspirin or whatever it is to you know, manage whatever part of the disease process you're expressing. We've trivialized these things to think that you can take a pill and it will fix it. Hence the reason for Pete's magic pill naming of his movie. He's saying that the magic pill is diet. He's presented a, an eating program that is an extremely um, left field eating program. In other words, it's putting people into a state of ketosis. Now, there are some proponents that suggest that you can be in ketosis continuously all day, every day for the whole of your life. Now, I'm going to say without mentioning any names that many of those people that I've met uh, they look very, very unwell. Now, you look at Pete, and he's a shining example of health and well-being. He looks great. Yeah. He looks very healthy, beautiful eyes, beautiful skin. He's in great nick in that regard, great nick in that regard. We don't know what he looks like on the inside. However, what you would argue, and I would argue this to on Blue in the Face, is he's perfectly suited to this style of eating, perfectly suited. From a blood it, it, type and a, just a bodily yeah. metabolic perspective absolutely it totally suits his body yeah. so then we look at somebody with a type blood who just won't respond well and that's like 38 percent of the population's got a type i'm a type there we go they won't respond well to a high protein high fat low carbohydrate eating program long term it, mm. it's just not going to go well in fact when somebody with a type blood tries to get into ketosis Quite often they struggle and it's really, really difficult for them and they can feel quite nauseous. Now, I'm not saying that this is only limited to blood types, but it's a really nice thing to consider genes, evolution, um, and, and ancestry when you're selecting the sorts of foods that you might eat. But if so this if is – you go, sorry, go on. So, yeah, so all, all I'm saying is that if an A-type blood person is really sick, and there are some transitions. Like I do, you do see some A-type blood people who behave and have responses very similar to the O-type blood person, and you see some O-type blood people that have and behave, you know, with responses similar to the A-type blood person. So there, there is some kind of a crossover. It's not black and white, and it's not a, a set in stone science. In fact, science actually isn't really set in stone. Science is meant to help you ask more questions, and then you go and investigate. That's what science is, not just, yes, this is true and correct because of the science, and that's the only way we do it. It's meant to ask more questions. What if this actually happened? That's what should happen with science. Anyway, when we, when we look at that, we go, well, the A-type blood person might benefit better by going towards a vegan-style eating program, very, very high plant-based, lower fat, um, less animal protein, but still good levels of protein that they might get from animal so uh, from plant-based sources, and they would probably then end up with very similar results. I would love to do a trial where we compared both eating programs with selected blood types. That'd be an unbelievable thing. And can I just add into this? And this is just ties yep. into what I wanted to to mention before we wrap up is that to, that study that you've just mentioned would be a wonderful thing, but instead of over five weeks. And I feel very strongly about this from my own experience as being a vegan for six or seven years. A yep. five-week five study versus a five-month study versus a five-year study would all yeah, right. yield very different results. And the, and the DAA uh, said it um, quite well. Um, the first part of their sentence was, we are all proponents of people eating less or even eliminating 
um, junk versions of carbohydrates. And the uh, um, what the health and the magic pill are in 100% agreement on that. And every diet, 100%. no diet has refined carbohydrates as a foundation for the diet. I think that's the except one thing. For, except for the food pyramid. Except for the food except pyramid, Except for the yeah. food pyramid. Yeah. It's yeah. ironic, yeah. Um, but I think it's only natural, again, from uh, from my experience, but looking at every single person that does a five-week program, um, if they're cutting out a large chunk of what they've been doing previously, it's only natural that the body is going to respond relatively quickly to a new yeah. environment. But five weeks yeah. is a very small sample size to then go and make very big statements on. Um, and that's where I think the challenge is for whether you're the AMA, whether you're you know, the dietitians, whether you're Pete Evans or whether you're what the health. It's not – I don't think it's wise to make uh, big statements on small sample sizes. Hey, let's just look at those people who are living a long time. Dexter Kruger. Yeah. Jean Calmont, Ruth Frith. Let's think about their diet for a second. And just when we consider that those people have lived a long, long time in their life, there was not a lot of stress about the food they put into their body. Not a lot, in fact, not a lot of thought given to the food that they put into their body or – whether or not they smoked. Now, I'm not saying that it's good to smoke. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that the least amount of stress, the least amount of variation that you do to your body, the better. This is John D. Martini's principle, right? Mm. It, it looks at that. So when people say to me, should I go paleo or should I go vegan or should I do blood type or should I, um, I don't know, let's say, let's do palm method, my, my you know food system, if we if we're talking about that, the next question I ask is, what's your reason? What are you? Why are you wanting to change your diet? And if it's all about health, then yeah, we would select um, an eating program. If it's all about living a long time, then it's, there's an eating program to be had. But let me just say that if it causes you so much stress to follow an eating program, it's probably less healthful for you. There's a great saying, someone told it to me, I don't know who it is, but I've been using it lots um, and I really like it. And so full credit goes to the person who told me, but I don't know who it was. Um, it's better to sit down having bread or crackers and cheese and biscuits with your friends around a table than to sit in the corner by yourself sucking on a green smoothie. Mm. And uh, and I would, I would highly um, agree with that, particularly when we look at the example of what we learned in Ikaria in Greece, which we're going to be teaching people about in 2018 when we go back. Gee whiz, but, that's right. But think about that. It's about community, the people you're spending time with, not stress, anxiety. I really hope Pete lives for a long time and this media rubbish isn't causing lots of stress. Um, but I don't think it would be because of the paleo food. It would be because he manages his stress really well. Well, one thing, and, and we will wrap this up, and I think we could probably talk about this a lot more in, in coming episodes. But one thing that yes. Pete said when I interviewed him for the Right Diet Summit, I said, what would be your, your favorite you know, last meal if you don't have one more meal left? He said, it doesn't matter the food that I'm eating. It's who I'm eating it with. This and, is it. You know, yeah. I think that, and that's, there's so much wisdom in that. And I use that one liner all the time with people, referencing Pete, that, you know, everyone thinks he's so, um, uh, obsessive about the paleo diet. But I think as much he, he likes to have the ceremony around food and enjoy it with wonderful people. And I think that's the point that, um, a lot of this gets lost in when, um, we start, yeah, pointing the finger at what, what the best diet is and, and so on. But 
let's carry on. Let's carry on in a future episode because there's still a lot more to unpack about what's going on in the health documentary world at the moment. We would love your feedback on this, folks. What have you thought of the magic pill or what the health? Where do you stand? Where do you sit? What have your experiences been? Share with us your comments at uh, facebook.com forward slash 100 not out. You can also find us at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. To find out more about the great man that is Damien Christoph, go to damienchristoph.com. You can access free videos, free content. He writes wonderful blogs. Um, you can see all types of uh, great work from Damo there. Myself, go to marcuspierce.com.au. And to share this podcast with the world, hop into the iTunes store, give the podcast a five-star rating so that people in Vladivostok and China and all other countries of the world can access 100 Not Out. Until next week, thanks again for your support and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. We hope you enjoyed this edition of 100 Not Out. Now, if you love this episode and you love longevity, then you are invited to join Damien and I at our 2018 Longevity Experience on the Greek island of Ikaria. This is a nine-night, ten-day, all-inclusive immersion based at Thayer's Inn and Restaurant, TripAdvisor's number one place to be in Ikaria. Together, we'll be living the Icarian lifestyle, eating, moving, dancing, socializing, learning, and a whole lot more. This is a lifestyle that has 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, 20% less heart disease, and the highest count of centenarians per capita in the world. They don't call it the island where people forget to die for nothing. To find out more and to apply, go to www.100notout.com. Applications are processed on a first-in-first-served basis, so even if you aren't 100% sure, your best bet is to fill out the application form. It is completely free to apply and only takes two minutes. We would love to have you there, so head over to 100notout.com for all the info. Until next week, thanks again for your support and may the rest of your life be the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.